Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But if the person really isn't living up and there's this growing resentment of they expect one thing and the other person isn't delivering, then they have to talk about that. You have to address it. And, and through that conversation, you'll see whether you're being unreasonable or whether the other person really needs to step up their game. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu. I'm here with my lovely wife, Lisa. And Hi. we're back on YouTube, so super excited to be here. For those of you listening on the podcast, what is up to you? We still love you guys. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, so this is from Chris Altamirano. Altamirano, yeah. Okay, there you go. All right. What would you do if your partner feels like they could never meet your expectations or standards? A common phrase I've heard is, it's like I can never do anything right, or I don't feel like I'm good enough. How would you address this? Well, first I would start by really asking, is that true? Like, is it that the person, you have an expectation and they're really not living up to it? Because if that's the case, then you're going to have to really dig deep and figure out what's going on there. Is it that you have unrealistic expectations? Is it that you want them to be something that they're not? And if that isn't the case, then you have to go, whoa, what am I doing where I'm not communicating in a way that they're able to internalize it. Now, ironically, this actually hits pretty close to home for something that we had early in our relationship, which was used to say, oh my God, I actually ended up marrying my father. And you were like, it, like there's always some like criticism you have. And I remember when you said that, I was like, what? Like, I'm not criticizing you because that wasn't what I was doing. That's definitely how you perceived it. Mm. But what I was doing is like, oh, I see a way that this could be better. Not that you're bad for the way that it was done, but like, Imagine if we did, because that's how I think of myself. I'm always looking at myself, trying to be more efficient, trying to do something better, trying to improve. And so it didn't even occur to me that it might be coming across as a criticism on you, that that's just how I look at the world. How could this be done better the next time? But then I really thought, wow, that's weird though, that I, or not even necessarily weird, it's an ineffective strategy with the person that I love in order to encourage them to do more of whatever this thing is, to just lead with the thing that I think is wrong. Mm -hmm. When I know, like as a teacher, I remember, okay, when you're critiquing a student's work, like always lead with the things you like first so that they're more open and receptive when you get to the things that aren't working. Because if you say the things that do work after you slap, in my case, their film, like you slap it around, like they've already emotionally shut down and they can't hear it. So you never want to lie, you never want to bullshit, but it's like leading with the things that really are working allows them to then hear the rest. So it's like, I knew that in one area of my life, but then coming into the other area, I was just being blind to a far more effective strategy. So 
once I could really hear you, and then I was like, okay, it wasn't my intention, but that doesn't matter because communication is about what the person hears, not what you intend. So then adjusting my communication style so that you could actually hear my gratitude, my appreciation, and quite frankly, that it focused me on my gratitude and appreciation. Mm -hmm. But if the person really isn't living up and there's this growing resentment of they expect one thing and the other person isn't delivering, then they have to talk about that. You have to address it. And, and through that conversation, you'll see whether you're being unreasonable or whether the other person really needs to step up their game. Well, well, that brings me to how do you know when an expectation is unreasonable or reasonable and how do you maneuver that? Got to talk about it. And, you know, it's like with anything, there's so much nuance. And part of the reason that so many relationships fail is people don't know how to communicate effectively. And mm. I'll put one thing in the box of communicating effectively is just defining terms so that you know that you agree on sort of big um, things that you agree on like what's the purpose of a relationship and what's the purpose of communication so for me I believe that one of the most fundamental driving forces of a relationship is to make sure that you're making that person feel better about themselves when they're with you than when they're not but never doing that by bullshitting them so you're always being completely real and completely honest and so sometimes it isn't that you can give them like the attaboy, but you can always give them the emotional support and tell them, you know, be encouraging, um, help them believe in themselves, help them believe in their ability to get to their dreams, not by empty hype, but by, you know, really giving them that emotional support, whether it's just to listen when things are going wrong, whether it's when they're, you know, sort of down on their knees crying, that you pick them back up, you remind them that they can learn, that they can grow. Um, you know, all of that stuff I think is incredibly important. So when you bring that to a situation like where my wife, the person who I want to make feel better is telling me, I just feel criticized by you all the time. I'm like, well, hold on a second. I have this belief system that says that I should be making her feel better about herself through the truth, but I should be, you know, empowering her, uplifting her. And I'm not doing that. So is there like something so important about this criticism that makes it worth trumping that desire? No. So then why don't I lead with the things that are working, the things that I'm grateful for, which focuses my mind in something more beautiful and empowering anyway. And so that was how I got myself out of that criticism mindset. And then I created the maxim, when you have the impulse to criticize, compliment. Again, making it real. But if I had that impulse to be like, oh man, I really like to salt my food myself. I wish you hadn't put salt on it. It's like, hold the phone. <laughs> Thank you so much for cooking this. I cannot believe that you just spent the last 20 minutes preparing a meal just for me, which allowed me to keep working. I'm beyond grateful. That is a true statement. Then after the meal is over and we both enjoyed it, I might say something like, hey, for next time, this was so amazing, but for next time, if you don't mind, I'd like to put the salt on myself. Oh it helps me enjoy it even more. And then you would run that feedback through... My goal in making the meal is to give him something that he really wants so that he understands that I'm here to support him, all that. If that's all I need to do to make it even more enjoyable for him, then of course I would do that. But if I had led with, you just spent 20 minutes slaving away so that I could keep working, and my reaction is, you did something wrong with the salt, you're going to be like, Jesus, why am I, why am I even bothered? doing yeah. this? Like, If it's not going to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. So... Having the, the, that baseline belief, which people don't take the time to develop, having the nuance to realize that 
you're communicating to another human and how they interpret it matters and that you don't get to just, at least not in my belief system, you don't get to just dismiss them and say, oh, you, you don't get it, you don't understand, you're being overly sensitive. It's like you have to process through that with them and you have to look at what could I do differently to get a different result.